Porn Stars, our people podcast. I'm Dan Prigolette. I'm here with uh, Sarah Diavola. Hi, I'm Sarah Diavola. Yes, Diavola. Hi, I'm Sarah Diavola. Sarah Diavola. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Um, I found out an interesting fact about you on my way over here, and that is uh, that we share an area code. Yeah. Uh, and you're you're from, you grew up in Rochester. Yep, Rochester, New York. That's crazy. Technically Williamson, New York, but close enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. what did you feel about that area? Um, and and then and then how do you feel it differs from where you are now? Well, the obvious is that it's warmer here. Right. Consistently. Yep. Um. So therefore, there's a lot more to do. But I live in St. Pete, which is a lot like what Rochester could be if it was sunny sometimes. Sure. And so, yeah, Rochester, know, Rochester's pretty thriving. I, like as a, as a Syracuse, Syracuseite, whatever we would call ourselves, I felt like I was in like the best town, right? And then over the last couple of years, I've been I go to Albany, I go to Syri- uh, uh, Rochester, I go to Buffalo, and Syracuse kind of the worst. Like it's like Utica's mm-hmm. like yeah. worser, worser, but Rochester's like thriving, and it was like. You know, just uh, they sort of they, they were doing because we got stuck in we get sucked into malls in Syracuse. Yeah, you do have like a heavy mall presence. Yeah. And, and, it's huge. and you guys weren't doing that as much. So like, no, like, our malls like, failed. And there was like so like there was a way that people were like creating restaurants and businesses yes. and like that that made that made like a community of. Yeah, people. it's more exactly restaurants and boutiques and jazz fest is huge. Yeah. OK, interesting. Yeah. Just in like investing in the art and the music. And big names like to hang out there, yeah. so that's that's what we've got. And I don't want to disparage my town too much, but it, it does it does feel like, especially since I've been traveling the last couple of years, that uh, we're missing a piece of that, like the art community and the and the the music community and that sort of thing. Like the same bands that I loved that were Syracuse bands twelve years ago are the same bands that are still sort of playing there, and it hasn't grown that much beyond that. Um, but yeah. Central New Yorkers, yeah, and our accents, Central New Yorkers. Yeah, we s- we we have kind of a harsh, harsh uh, <laughs> northeastern accent. Yeah, and it's like uh, it's and like it comes back when we talk to each other. Right, <laughs> and I. So the thing that I found was that uh, my name gets way more vowels in it when I get up <laughs> in Syracuse. So it's Dan. <laughs> Dan. Yeah, uh, which I don't which I don't have that problem elsewhere. <laughs> okay, so that's really cool. Um, so how long have you been down in the Florida area? I want to say five years. Okay. You can say whatever you want. I yeah, just want to know what's true. I want to <laughs> say it because it sounds true. <laughs> right. So five years sounds about right. Five years. Okay. How do you, um, how do you, co- so this, I've been coming at various different times and then I get different answers. People be like, well, that's not the time to come down. Like that's the bad season. That's the hurricane season. That's whatever. Like what, like. There's how, always got to be something. Yeah. Well, it's, but what's the, how do you bear the, it's, it's, it's very sticky and very, uh, humid and very hot. How do you sort of bear that or, or right now it is like that kind of just started. Um, and so first of all, I'm thankful to be here. It's warm and nice. So I can't complain about it. Yeah. So I just keep all my like shitty bikinis and bathing suits and I keep them in a drawer and I just live in those all day. Like yeah. I don't have to put on pants for anybody. Like I can be in my own front yard and garden and sweat and I kind of just don't wear pants. Yeah. But I also just like the snow up north, it's just like agony to do too many errands at once. Sure, sure, sure. You're like, I'm tired of getting into this hot car over and over and over. So you just get it all done, come home. Weep, take a cold shower, 
Yeah, I do find that that, that the car uh, problem gets gets worse and worse. So like the last couple of days, I've been I've been like flicking with the thing, and I'm like, I don't think my air conditioner is working. And it's like if you're not in the car for a period of time, it's like you get back in and you touch the steering wheel, you're like, oh my god. Yeah, it's like two seconds. That's why I'm get very upset when people leave any sort of creature in the car, like a dog or a kid or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, even by the time you got to the door, it's already like 110 no, degrees for sure. in there. This is why I didn't bring my dog down. I had um, I had, th- I had three Love days that were that were questionable about where I was going to stay, and I didn't want to have to bring my dog into that situation because my problem solve when I travel, I usually travel in March and April. Uh, those are the lo- like my longer tour chunks, and my problem solve on those is just leave her in the car because she's chill. I can open the sunroof, so uh, temperature-wise, it's great in there. But I was like, if I bring my if I bring my dog down to Florida and I gotta and I gotta go in the show and do the show and go on stage for an hour, I'm not gonna have a dog anymore. Yeah, and that's my that's my girl, that's my love. Yeah, that's the best decision to make. It's I nuts. Down here. I tried to go hiking yesterday, and like all the dogs just going. <laughs> I and know. Like, give your dog some water, man. They have the St. Pete is really good at just like leaving out random bowls of water. Yeah. For dogs, oh, that's they're pretty cool. good to dogs here. That's cool. But yeah. Don't do leave you have your dog any? in the car. I do not have a dog. You I have, have some cats. cats. I have three cats. And then what are they? What are, you have all these stuffed animals? Is that those what? are for the cats? One of no the shit. One of those are um, bigger than what I what I imagine cats are. This <laughs> one of the cats that is my boyfriend's like murders things in the middle of the night sometimes. Yeah. Like she'll howl and. Just it sounds like a baby crying, and then you'll find like a giant stuffed animal at your doorstep, like the oh. next morning. Oh, I thought like, you were like, talking real animals. No, 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 fake. No, usually she I, kills that thing. I hear that that's a cat trait. Actually, is that they're um, teaching you because you stuck at hunting? Yeah, you just go in the box and get stuff. I hear that that this is okay. This froze on me. I hear that that's a cat trait. Is that uh, I had I had some friends that had cats, and then the, the move that would happen is that they would um. They would like take. They would find a cockroach in New York City or a mouse, and then they would, um, they would they would kill it, and then like leave it on the owner's pillow. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the moves. It's um, like it's like teaching. They're trying to teach you how to hunt. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's, it's more like, hey, like look what I did. Like yeah. I'm I'm the greatest. I'm Made the greatest for cat. You. Yeah. She um, did bring an actual mouse in one time. I've never seen a mouse in a house before, but was it? It was dead or it no, was... No, it was alive. It was really cute. She so brought in, in a live mouse? Yeah, she brought it into the middle of the kitchen and just kind of sort of played with it a little, and I thought it was another stuffed animal, but yeah. it was alive. And then alive. you look down, and here it is. It's a real mouse. Yeah, oh, so she's good at killing things. Well, that's what... Yeah, that's what... Uh, that works. That we're going to do, it, yeah. That's what... Uh, I mean, that's that's sort of what we, what we learn about our animals eventually is that they're like... Is that they're wild animals and that they should be... Um, that they should be treated as such in, in some level. There we go. We're going to have to get... In ha. Okay, so uh, speak of the devil. Is this is this the murder one? This is the murderer. Oh no shit. Now this is uh, this is one of the cats that I that I sort of feel like has the eyes that are too close together. Yeah. Because it's like you you get this little beady, you get this beady look. Hi. So what's this cat's name? Emmy. 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 E M M Y. E M M E. Oh, you're so hairy. I like to call her Emmy Lou Harris just because it sounds cute. I'm gonna stop petting you. Emmy You're hairy. Emmy Lou Harris. Yeah. Um. So cool. Uh, okay. So what? Um. I don't know. What? What do I want to ask you? Did you go to any of these cons this weekend? There was a there was a CamCon and XBiz. Do you go to any of these conventions? What What do you focus on? Um. It was my first time going to Fetish Factory, which is that was this weekend. Yeah. Okay. We, last weekend. Okay. 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 I believe. Um. It's just a Memorial Day party with like. Um, Fetish Factory is a giant adult store in Fort Lauderdale, 
and they just do a huge like four parties i think total okay and they're all like big blowout parties thursday friday saturday sunday and there's a giant pool party and it's just a bunch of people like being naked and doing bdsm and fetish stuff that sounds great how do people how do people get to go to this um you buy a ticket and then you go and they lock down the whole hotel yeah and they put up they put up walls and shit well i mean I I, no, I, play the, I play this like nudist party and what and they uh and th- that's where those I, are I, the I'll best. do comedy there and they uh and they put and they then they set up like a wrap around their pool so that they could do like whatever they want to do in their backyard that's and cool. they, and so that their neighbors don't get involved. No, I think we just like don't let anybody who doesn't have a ticket in the hotel. Yeah, but it'd be well, cool if they like, like put that, walls like up. that are nearby, like they're like binocular. I think it was just the music that bothered people, because I don't know, I don't remember. Because it was, it was at a hotel. Mm-hmm. Maybe nobody could see in. Yeah, I don't know. Or they didn't want to say anything because they didn't want it to end. Or they wanted, yeah, or they wanted them to see it, and then they go come over and buy a fucking ticket. Yeah. Get involved. Yeah, bitch. But yeah, I wish I would have gone to Exotica right after, but I had no idea Well, so there's one in Chicago it. this weekend. Um, which, which same thing. I didn't. I, I haven't gotten the memo. I need. I need to get back on top of this thing and like be, make sure that I that I get all the convention. But I didn't know. I was coming down to Florida ar- already. And so I didn't know that XBiz and CamCom were happening. So I, I sort of got in late. And then um, luckily, you know, I was able to, to connect with some people and do the thing. Oh, I didn't know if I told you this. Uh, that one of the things we did when we were down here is we, we came up with uh, an offshoot of this podcast called uh, Porn Stars Are Comedians. And I made a bunch of porn stars do comedy. I heard about weekend. that. Some of my friends did it. Yeah, it was fantastic. So that next time I come down fun. here, I'm going to have I'm going to cost you and see if you want to do it. Okay. My brother is a stand-up comedian no on the side. Like okay. And where's he's, he? Performing? He's like in everything on the side in New York City. No shit. His name's Joe Pilato, and he's awesome. Interesting. And okay. So I might have to. I don't know. Introduce like pull us for from sure. Him. Yeah. Like Joe, help me. Yeah, it was interesting. I was I was asking the ladies uh, on this round um, if they wanted to like work together and like create a set and this and that, and they're like, "No, we got it, no problem." And then everybody was either trying to back out or like freaking out mm-hmm. like an hour before. And I was like, "What we? I said we we could like talk about it. We could like I would take a, I would take the time and we could you could tell me what you want to say and I'll just like, you know, give tell you that it's good basically, right? Um, like an outline at least. Yeah, or like or like take. So I I did this stupid thing on TV the other day where uh, they they had like the host of one of some some like um, some show in Pennsylvania and they they did like the comedy school with Dan Frigolat and it was like teaching him how to do stand up comedy and he had a lot of great ideas and I just had to like hone him in. Yeah. An editor. Yeah, I was in, like, this is a punchline, sort of this is a setup. Uh, so just say it the opposite way, and you're good. Like, you're saying the punchline before you're saying the setup. Just switch it. And then it's funny. Makes sense. Yeah. That's how poetry and rapping works. Right. And, y- right, and you don't know anything. You don't know anything when you're starting out. You don't know what's mm-hmm. going to be. Especially you've never heard an audience sort of like Yeah, that would be the, the most intense part. But it was great. We said we set the stakes low. I said, look, these are people that are not that are not trying to do this for a living. These mm-hmm. are people that are doing this for the first time, and we need to give them the respect. Uh, and I stayed on stage with Raquel and with Maria, just in case anything got weird. And then we did <laughs> another version of it in uh, Miami, with yep. a bunch of the people from over here. We did it with uh, Kimmy Kaboom, Vicky, Vicky Vicks, Brandon, Brandon Arena, Ariana. Ari- I don't know how to say her name. I think it's Ariana. Ariana. I don't know why I keep fucking it up. Goddess <laughs> Brandon, uh, and then uh, and then Kimber Haven. It was great. We had a great time. Uh, I wish I would have seen it. You're on the bill. You're on the bill next time. You know, I I had to take a driver's safety course because I got a ticket in Florida. And I was looking through all the accredited ones. And one was 
the clown comedy school of driving and so oh. it counted and it was accredited so i went to literally clown school for driving what on on the internet what the hell what, so what was the like so it gives you all the test and the study and the the articles and here are the facts like so many people die from this per year but in the middle they're like little tasteless jokes no like, shit like oh it was a woman driver oh okay we can see why she was swerving all over the road or some sort of this like cheesy idea. stuff like that there's a little bit of like dirty dick jokes in it yeah but it was legit it's a good idea i like this yeah. yeah i uh i find yeah you can do that i keep getting tickets in the last couple of years and like i try to write uh the um the the court and be like hey let me take these defensive driving courses and whatnot I think I might have a bench warrant out for my arrest right now. I think they, <laughs> they wouldn't let me do one in in, uh, in Springfield, Missouri. Oh really? And it was in like a, it was like a twenty five mile an hour. I was I was an idiot. I was twenty five mile an hour zone, and I was going about thirty. And then I saw the cop, and it looked like he was just hanging on the corner. So I was like, oh, he just wants he wants me to get 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 by him so he can go do cop stuff. So like an idiot, I sped up to like Aww. forty, and then he tags me, and then he pulls me over, and I was like, damn it. But it's 40 and You'd 25. Like that was easy. Yeah, then I was like, it was 40 and 25. I was like, this isn't even a ticket. Like, they, they should just let me off. And that's not how they felt about it. No. They're like. They felt another way. You're co- cause, yeah. You're coming through here. We know you're not coming back. Well, yeah. So the Jersey plates. Yeah. They just wanted my, my shmoney. Yeah. So then I didn't. So then I tried to get another court date. They wouldn't do it. Nobody cares about my story. Hold on. It's for real. Um, I feel. I'm not disparaging it myself. But it's, uh, nobody, like, the, it's a dumb story. <laughs> so do you go home? Like, is home still Rochester? Do you go there? What happens? Um, I go there, there an average of like, I don't know, once a year. My mom and my sister live there. Um, I have extended family there. Um, yeah, I've got family and sister in Boston and a brother in New York. But yeah, Rochester contains some family yeah. and my best friend is there. I fucking miss her a lot. What, what perspective do you think you get on life by having grown up in central New York? Ooh, well... You definitely get exposed to a lot of greenness, like orchards and cows and stuff. Um, But also cities that are big enough for maybe an artist that you like to come to town sometimes. Interesting. Um, Whereas here you have like three professional teams in three different sports. Yeah. This is like kind of spoiled here. Yeah. This is like the real deal. It did teach me to appreciate like a festival when it happens or like an event when it happens because we'd have to cram everything into summer. Right. Or like like, great, uh, like K-Rockathon. We got to get five bands, five bucks. Yeah. We'll no. Yeah. Let's go. And then the next next weekend is Park Ave Fest and next weekend is this fest. What do you guys get? Tulip Fest or Lilac? One of those? Lilac Fest? The Lilac fest? Festival. Yeah, we that's have a big the deal. biggest collection of lilacs in the world. And I used to live right across the street from Highland Park, and it would just smell so good yeah. coming out of your house in May. It was awesome. So uh, there's something about um, being from a small town where there was this there was this element, and I've, I brought this into my comedy, but there's an element of like, um, I don't know, there's a hierarchy of like the nearby towns. So like you try to figure yeah. out what's like a shitty town so that you can like use it as an everyday punchline. Yes. And use it as like a guideline of like who to stay away from. Every so. m- co- like comedian that travels around like finds that out real quick. Yeah. Like I've noticed that. And it's the county that I'm from, which What's is Wayne County. Wayne County. Yeah. It's like There's the the trashy county, quote yeah. unquote, I guess. We're just we make a lot of apples and dumb kids and <laughs> <laughs> 
The apple doesn't fall. The the kid doesn't fall far from the apple. The apple doesn't fall yeah, far the, from the, the dumb kid? child. Mm. I know if it's the yeah. What Wait. would the expression be? Hmm. <laughs> well, the dumb child doesn't fall too far from dumb the dumb children parent. fall more often than apples. Ooh, yeah, I like Maybe that. that. <laughs> and they don't fall far. Well, I've made I've made quite the friendship here with this cat now. Mm-hmm. Um, she She's a little clingy. Here's what I do think. I think I think when when an animal does this, I don't know enough about animal psychology, but I think it's more like uh, you're in my house and yeah. I just get to do what I want. I think this is ownership. Yeah, like this is like when my my dog will do this to somebody, and then they'll be like, "Your dog likes me more than it likes you," and I'm like, "No, I just think she's letting you know that uh, you're her property now." Yeah, she's keeping you under control. Like, like you came in, you came to visit my, like you came to visit my man, and now you, and now I'm gonna lay on you. It's all good. Comes up and off. Um, so what else? Okay, so you're obviously a cat person. You you got four, three of them, four of them. Um, three of them. I have. What's the threshold before you become a cat lady? I don't know. There are already too many right now. Yeah. Um, we sort of have a Brady Bunch blended household. Of he came with two. You came with two. He came with two, and I have one. Here's and a story of a crazy of a cat man lady. and a cat lady. <laughs> 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 of a cat man and lady. And the dude came over out. and brought some kids. <laughs> this show sucks. <laughs> this is a terrible show. Let's change it. There's just <laughs> there's just three cats. <laughs> That's funny. Um, what was I gonna ask you? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting distracted um, by the cat. The, the cat her. Yeah, it's so a lot. no dogs. So, um, I feel like it would be unfair to a dog to like not give it enough attention. I think dogs need like they need to go out and they yeah. need to be exercised and socialized. You and can't give them that. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm ready for that. I like am overly codependent about my cat, like, and I don't think I could handle a dog and all the responsibilities. Right. Sure. I think it deserves better than that. Okay, fair enough. Here, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna give this mostly to you because nobody, okay. nobody. I promise you that nobody cares that I'm even in it. So and the else? house is too small. Like, it's too small for the three cats. So that's the next yeah? goal is, like, let's like get a bigger house. No, this is huge. I mean, as far as I'm, I live in New York City, oh, this is humongous perked. to me. Okay. So, yeah. This is great. It is nice. And they have a garage and a back porch and yeah. backyard. Yard, front yard, backyard, but all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it just feels like. Uh, yeah. I think all I think all of our environment environments are, especially yeah. now. But we've all we've all sort of, like, come up with a, a way to work from home. And it's like. True. So then you're home all the time. And then it's like. That was my biggest issue initially was like trying to figure out how to uh, work and sleep in the same place and entertain and do all the things yes. and have it not uh, make you crazy. Yeah, that is something that's you don't even realize that you have to actively do that. Like you can't leave the office like you yeah. have to make yourself leave the office. Yeah. In yeah, some like, sort um, of way. There, there's like uh, there's a ritual that, uh, that I used to have to do where I would have to get up, shower, get dressed and then. Like go, like go to work. Like go, like it was next to my bed, but I would go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm, you know, now I'm better. Now I can just get out, do the thing. I sort of, it's all sort, of, it's all sort of streamlined. So that now I'm just like always sort. I'm always just some level of in my underwear and sending an email that's gonna make me money. Me too. Um, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think that's the sweet spot. But initially there was like there was a there was a there's a vast separation, and I tried to corner one section of my room as the office, and then I had the bed in the middle. And so I'd have to sort of cross the bed to get to the office, and then I would just end up going back to bed. Yeah. Because you can only go across your bed, you know, more two times before you're like, "Fuck it, this is way better than work." It's a real exercise in self-discipline and habit forming. Yeah. And 
you have no helper. It's right. you. Right. Right. And you can you can but that's what I find great about the people in this business is they can make a break and it's like it's it's all on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. And I really envy like your your people, you know, the people in this industry's like ability to like cultivate a fan base. That's not really a thing that um, a lot of people know how to do. And it's uh, mm-hmm. and you can easily like fuck it up a little bit. Sure. Like my Twitter personality is like way different than it was years ago. Right. And it's also a little different from who I am. And with 18 plus thousand people, like some of them are your friends and right. some of them are like jerking off perverts that you want to make money from. Yeah. Some of them are like businesses. No disrespect to the perverts out there. We're all perverts. Oh my God. I love the perverts. Yeah. I like hope that that's who I'm normally speaking to. Right. And so it's hard to. So it seems like, yeah, it seems like when I, when I s- first started trying to, to launch the podcast, pe- uh, people were like, I, I can't talk about these couple things because yeah, it might alienate my fan base, especially, yeah. especially it was like the turn of a new election. And that was such a, uh, a, a strange place that our country was put in where, where it's like, where it's clear that these things are making people upset. Yeah, and you're you're guaranteed to to trigger somebody, so you might as well just not talk about it. Right, like, right. It's part of who you are. Dot com. And that's been the challenge, I think, with this podcast. And uh, I'm getting trolled by people, but it's like you know me trying to figure out what to talk about. I can't really give you guys homework. I can't like send an email and be like, "Hey, read these nine articles," because you know, generally speaking, nobody's gonna do I it. I mean, you could. I could. But I think I think one out of ten of those situations will come to fruition, and the other one will be like, I didn't read that article, and it's like. Well, what articles would you have sent? I don't know. So right now, I, my big my big grapples right now in my life and in and in society for me are um, the the bounds of monogamy, uh, how to make uh, relationships last over time, um, uh, the the gap between what a word means and how we're using it. Um, some things like this, and then also, uh, what was the what was the big one that we that we discussed? Honesty is is, is sort of my through line and everything, and a big These one for me is is how much of how much of your life do you uh, tell your your new partner, um, mm-hmm. and and at which and at which pace, and uh, and so on. And uh, what, I mean, the one of the big ones that pops up in this industry is, do you have an obligation if you have transitioned, to then tell your partner? Well, I don't know because I. I'm not um, a transsexual person or transgender person. So I can't really totally speak on that. Like, I think I would like to know if I was dating someone just because, like, I would tell them, I don't know, around the same time. Yeah, around the same time you tell someone that your boobs are fake. Like, I guess that's a bad parallel. Right, yeah, there's there's nothing that compares. It's like, hey, this is a part of who I am. uh, If you want to hang out with it, then, like, who I am, then. Well, it's not, it's it's more that, like, especially with that, it's it's such a person. I don't know. I guess the only real example I had in my life was was just this sort of, like, I f- I found out that somebody was um, like had just gotten a divorce, and I sort of found out accidentally. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about relationships and things like that, and it just it, it kept not coming up that she used to be married. And I was just like, I didn't understand the the level of omission and 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 what the what the bounds are for that. Like, how much are you allowed to keep from your partner if you're gonna? I mean, look, if it's if it's somebody you just met, like, you know, they don't they don't deserve any of your information. Right. 
But it's like, how far down the line is it before you start telling people that, like, oh, hey, I was in prison for 10 years, or hey, right. I was, you know, I married, which some people call prison for 10 years. Yeah. Or hey, I was, I was, you know, 15 years I spent as a woman, you know, or a man, or, yeah. you know, or. I think these are all like, they're very personal, like, identity traits that you're like, well, if I, I, I guess you tell them when you decide that you want them in your life. Right. More long term but like you, you, you decide tell them yeah i mean that's the key component like i can't understand hiding something i i don't like i can't see being in a relationship with someone for five years and never telling them that you were like a felon right or that you your parents raised you as a boy but you're really a girl or, or you were a spy for 10 years yeah you're like mercenary people yeah, that would be cool to know. <laughs> like, really cool to know. Yep. I'd be careful about what I leave out. Right, right. Like, the um. Okay, so I'm looking at this thing. You got some. You got some fun stuff. You hanging on the walls and whatnot. This I took all of it down, a lot of it down, to paint these walls oh. though. And then I've been shooting on them, so I'm like, well, I don't want to. Yeah, put fair it enough. Up. Yeah, the, 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 uh, just keep the keep the neutral. But yeah, this this, this in particular says five things to quit right now. So how how new is this sign? It's and been there for so long that I I kind of look right through it now. Which how many is of them you, have you quit? Um, you have to, I have to quit them like on a daily daily basis. basis. So you, you haven't been able to remove them. them. So, uh, number one, trying to please everyone. Yeah, trying to please everyone, and I do like that is something I'm working on. So comparing y yourself to other people and and you're and you're in a you're in a position that a lot of other people that are listening aren't in. Uh, where you just have so much access to people's opinions of you, yeah, it is an overwhelming thing. Yeah, at some and point. I didn't realize how much I do care about what people think of me, and I need to actively not care. Right, it's like you do, yeah, you do, or else I'll go insane. Yeah, you want to do this thing where you're like, no, I'm just doing me, bro. You know, but it's like you know, but there's a there's an element of 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 we need acceptance at every part of our of our lives. Mm -hmm. um, uh, number two is uh, fearing Fighting, change. Yeah, fearing change. Can you see this? Um, I injured my eye like a couple months ago. Oh no! So I can kind of see. What it, do we want to ask? What what you were doing? Oh, I um, I cleaned my contacts case with Cavicide disinfectant. And you're supposed to throw them out. Just okay. they're fifty cents, and so yeah. then I put the contacts in. I've never known pain like that in my life. You put like a caustic thing in your eye. Yeah, so yeah, chemical burns. Oh Jesus! Yeah, so I'm just now. I was told just now that I can get contacts again. Okay. And it's been like two months. Jesus. So yay. Well, fear so yeah, fearing well, fearing change. change. So, so that's a perfect example of. Uh, you changed the process of what you're supposed to do with the contact lenses, and you weren't yourself, <laughs> but you recovered. <laughs> now. Uh, so fearing change, uh, well, how does that how does that apply to you? I mean, do you because um, it's it's easy to stay in a comfort zone. Yep, and that's where your every cool thing that could ever happen to you is outside of your comfort zone. Okay, and it's a good it's a good outlook. Yeah, I need I like to that. practice that. Uh, li living in the past. Okay. Yeah. I think I would I think I would have phrased that differently. So I I'm working on this idea that. Alzheimer's sort of brought my grandparents closer together because they they could like my grandfather was like sort of um like a like a horny little like a horny old man he was like hitting on my grandma which he wouldn't have done in public and it's just sort of like I I just liked this idea that like whatever they had in the past that was maybe like a thing that you could use against somebody for f 60 years now is gone. Right. 
So she living was kind in, of freed. Yeah. So it's like uh, you know, and, and I work on this idea all the time that like, uh, how great would somebody else's marriage be? Like, how great would your parents' marriage be if your mom could forget that your dad got a hand job at the office Christmas party? So it's right. like, it's like uh, either either get past it or don't, but don't don't be in the middle of it. Yeah, you have to do something with it, or else it's just like it's hanging on. Yeah. So you 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 heal. I take this off. Or you quit. But living in the past is like when we, when we just try when we try to like. What do they say? If you got one foot in the past and one foot in the future, then you're in a good position to get fucked today. Oh, I don't know that Something expression. Something like that. <laughs> I went to a lot of NA meetings okay. a long time ago. My sister, I don't know if she wants us to be I'm public taking my knowledge, shoe off because it's annoying. But my sister uh, has, has joined Overeaters Anonymous. I didn't think she had a problem, but she, she's found something that she can appreciate in, um, in, in this group. So let me see. Yeah, I can hold, or I'll do this. How about I do this and you do that? So what did you, what did what else did you gain from from NA? Um, lots of slogans. It was lots of slogans basically. Um, it taught me. Um, I know I don't know what's what's up with this uh, weird shoe. Here, you hold the microphone and I'll turn it So you do that and this. I was I was I was hoping to get some some uh, some hater jealousy for 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 grabbing on your feet. Um, so the um, forever. This happens to me a lot. Like we're uh, we're like I'll um, I'll zip something in, and then it gets caught, and then I'm like, well, I guess I wear these pants forever now. Yep. I guess these yep. pants are my body now. Yep. Okay. So it's so okay. Life. So what else did you? So what else did you gain from any? Like what? Like what about the was the community aspect something that you could like uh, align with, or did you find that it was better mm. for you to do the process on your own? It was better to do the process on my own or with my sponsor individually right? because she was cool. Um, it was a lot of like clicky stuff and anywhere like in this, my industry, in your industry, at the grocery store, like there's going to be some sort of a click atmosphere. And yeah. it was very much like that because these people had given up everything that they used to know. And so right. now like gossip is super fun or. Okay. Just obsessed. I don't know. Well, so so some uh, of it's a circle. As jerk. a very independent person, you found it then hard to actually even like live within those walls of like the community as the whole as the whole thing. Cause yeah. Because you, you like. But it was nice that we were there for each other. Yeah. I think but that's yeah. the thing that everybody's looking for. I think that's what my sister is finding for, uh, out of this experience is that like the experiences that she's f- having are th- are similar to other people's. And so I, I, I went to an Al-Anon meeting with someone I dated a couple years ago. Well, um, that was sweet of you. And well, she, so she went for a class, and I went because it was my town, and I found, I don't have, so Al-Anon is for the family members of someone who's an alcoholic, and I don't, um, I, don't ha- I don't relate to that. I don't have that uh, experience in my family. We just, we just were never drinkers. Uh, we do plenty of other things, uh, you know, that are no good, but... Uh, we were never drinkers, and um, but there was so much going on in that room that I could relate to. That mm-hmm. I found it, I found it comforting, and I found it. Um, I felt dishonest being there, right? But I felt it. I f- so I didn't. I didn't go back. But there was something great about that room in that moment and sharing those things with those people. But that's what they're. That I think they would be happy that you took that from that group oh, for because sure. that's where they, you know, where the magic is is in someone coming in and. Receiving something at just the right time and and never coming back again, but you left with something really 
precious and relatable. It just for me, it speaks to like the human existence that we're all it's all a shared experience and we're all kind of going through the same motions um, and we're feeling the same way. Mm -hmm. So just to have that that catharsis of like, oh, this is not just me. I'm not alone out here. Yeah, that makes everything for so many things like everything about the human experience. Like even when you get diagnosed with an illness, like just being diagnosed exposes you to this whole group of people who are just like you. Right. Because there's that moment where you're like, why me? How could this happen to me? Yeah. And yeah, you're right to like the c the sense of community that comes with these support groups is yeah. it's we don't realize how deeply we need community or quote unquote church. Like that's why church yeah was you know is good for some people because it it's community, it's fellowship, it's bouncing things off of one another and you all believe the same thing. Right. So you're not going to get in too many fights. Yeah, there's something fun about that. There's something dangerous about that, right? Like that's yes. kind of what we worry about is that you take the the ideology to to an extreme, and then that becomes the the, the entire way you live. Yeah. But I mean, you, and and then you go buy land and create a cult in uh, Nevada yeah. somewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, but 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 having yeah having a small <laughs> level of acceptance across uh, the board is is something that I think we're all just looking for. It's do you find that in your community in your in the I don't know. Who do you hang out with in this business? Um, I'm not as social as I should be. Um, I hang out with people who I think work as hard as I do and are also sort of keep to themselves. So it would be good because we all keep to ourselves the people that I'm talking about. But we all really get a lot out of being together. It's right. a, basically a huge group of people who like like-minded haven't gotten around to see each other yeah so yeah that would be good if we had like a central place for all of us to go to quote-unquote church so yeah well th that's i mean that's partly what the what the conferences are unfortunately it's, it's tacked in with like a lot of other you know monetary things and fans things and all this stuff but mm -hmm. like um well for instance, we'll start like a Twitter DM group where like it's a whole bunch of people that we invite and then it's just constant back and forth. Here's what I was experiencing today or I'm feeling really down about this or can you guys look at this or watch out for this person. It's it really feels it, it sounded like dumb at first, I guess. Not yeah. Like dumb is such a simple word to use, but because it, it felt like it would be like this right. gossip thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so but it's valuable. It really has become like, you know, getting to know each other and and it reminds you that you're not alone in anything that yeah. you're experiencing. People have had my back in this industry and I'm not and I'm not even like I'm, I'm not even in the throes of it. I'm, I'm, I'm so far on the outskirts and the cusp and and I got a couple people looking out for me and like making sure that I talk to the right people and, and that and that when those you know, when the new people that I don't know, I'm just I'm just messaging people I'm like, oh, you should do my podcast. And they're like, well, who the fuck is this guy? And they have my back and they vouch for me. And um, there's good. something beautiful about this industry in that way. Mm -hmm. I don't find that actually as much in, in my industry. In comedy, people are just really? out for themselves. Yeah. And it I gets difficult. Like, I do, I would say that we are very we're helpful to each other because we know that no one else will be. Yeah. Like, there's also something that, that is happening in your industry that is so specific uh, that, that you think that, like, not that you think, but it's just it's just a fact that like who you are and what you're bringing to the thing is completely different. 
than what somebody else is bringing to it. And the and the amount and the amount of originality is, is how you get your fan base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas in comedy, I think we all think that there's like this finite amount of of like yes. opportunity. Yeah, that's what like was on the tip of my tongue just a second ago. Um, like there is no pie. Like it's not a zero sum thing where if one person is successful, you won't be because they took success away right. from you. And it's hard to not think like that way. I think that way sometimes. And that's when you start to compare yourself to others and feel extra down on yourself is when you start to think of it as like, oh, there's only so much money out there. Right. There are people complaining left and right that they don't know what to do with their money. So you you don't have to compete. Like yeah, yeah, And yeah. you end up helping people and then building bridges back to yourself by helping people. And like I said, like we know that it's like like a stripper code or something. We're like nobody else is going to stand up for us, not even the people we work for. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let me help you out. Sure. And we stripper also want to prevent you from getting mixed up with bad people or dumb people or right right when you people. right when you have the opportunity to like to go look this is this this is uh, i made this this mistake don't waste your time uh mm-hmm. let's, let's let's put the let's Something put the alert out yeah from it and it's this right i need to go get my um my little nicotine vape real quick oh it's are like you s- are five you steps are away. you sitting on it no this oh, is weed this is the other one oh um, well, so then while we're doing that, I'm going to pitch the next question, which is uh, grab that. Um, we, I didn't I didn't finish the thing. So uh, number four. So number one is trying to please everyone. We covered that. Number two is fearing change. Number three is living in the past. Number four is putting yourself down. Um, so do you. Yeah. So, well, yeah, we're, I mean, it definitely comes up in everyday life. But like, do you find that you had a tendency to. Um, t- to look sort of inward then, you know, and, yes. and go, well, I'm doing something wrong. I do. I tend to look inward and get down on myself. And I've really brought myself through a lot of, um, like, changes in my personality and growth and dealing with, you know, sort of a shaky mind for many, many years. How old are you? And I'm 35. 35. That's, that's, exa- so, uh, that's exactly where I am. And I, I just think it's part of youth. It is, and it's is part you of adulthood start out too. So like so headstrong, and then eventually you realize you're so full of shit, mm-hmm. and then you start <laughs> you know trying to change it. And as soon as you realize that you're full of shit, the sooner you can like be not full of shit. Yeah. Well, but then even uh, but then but you also understand that like we're all full of shit. Yeah. That is even better. Like that actually helped me with. I had an airplane rage problem. Like I almost got kicked off of two airplanes. So funny. It was horrible. Like because I would get so anxious, but my anxiety presents as rage. Right. So, um, so once I realized, like, what's the tell us the worst one that happened? This girl, like, (laughs) (laughs) I was in the middle seat, and the person in the middle seat gets both armrests if they want because you're in the middle seat. Okay. And so, Fair. of course, all of this, like... <laughs> Unwritten rules. This isn't just me. Like, it's a whole bunch of stuff that was going on inside. Right. Like, all the things that were going out of my life and I was with, like, a horrific boyfriend and it was a long trip and I was probably drunk because right. I used to, like, drink to solve problems. Right, which right. didn't work. 20s. But So I got in, like, a giant fight with her and I, like, elbowed her... Um, so you were, you were in middle her. seat. Yeah. And, and she you wanted was on all the, the armrests. Yeah. Well, I, she put her, <laughs> she put her arm 
on the armrest and then I kept pushing it. Yeah. And like, she tried to and lock really rude. And she's like, that is really rude. And I was like, I don't even remember what I said because I was incoherent. I was yeah. having like it's it was it was an issue where so I had to like get a hold of this flight rage issue. Like yeah. Sarah, this is not so you're who admitting you are. that you're admitting that you're wrong. I was totally yeah, wrong. Yeah. Totally wrong. This poor, poor fucking girl. It's so funny. It's, yeah. It was it's and funny so then, now. So then who came to like intervene? Uh, my boyfriend sat in between us. Oh, okay, okay. Cause you said you were gonna get thrown off. Well, if I had kept going, I probably would have. Yeah. Like so yeah, he realized that. But anyway, once I realized Oh, flying sucks for all of us. Yeah. That really helps. That's like a mantra that I have that really helps. Like flying sucks? It sucks for all of us. <laughs> we all hate Not this. just flying. Everything. Everything. Like whatever the thing is. Yes. Everything <laughs> that we're going through. Waiting in line. All sucks. Everybody hates this. You're yeah. not the only one who hates this. You're right. not the only one. And so that really helped along with all the other life changes that I've been making. Yeah. So I mean, that's, that's really, I mean, that's what the whole thing is, is just keep getting better. Yeah. And every day just get a little better and if like do something. If you think that you're you've reached the top then you you might as well stop. Yeah, f- yeah, figure out figure out what yeah, you they start to die. Figure out what it is that you can do to streamline life and happiness. I mean, that, that was the thing that I I I grappled with shyness uh in in high school and I eventually decided uh, from like meeting people from other schools that like oh like I don't like I can I can like be social and and there's like a reward to it and sort of like made the effort. Um, That's huge. Overthinking is number five on your list. Yeah. So oh, keep is that one? Is that one you still doing that one? Um, if I'm not in a, if I'm not in control of, if I let my mind wander, it will overthink. And yeah, I think overthinking comes from lack of information. Yeah, because uh, you have so much to fill in. Right. I find it, and I find it mostly in in any sort of interpersonal relationship where there hasn't been enough said. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you fill in the gaps with like try to create causality for action. Yes. And then you go, well, they could only be this because this is what they did. And then meanwhile, they're they're doing do a little bit of the same thing on the other side. And then you're both just misfiring. Yes. All these assumptions like it's just, it seems so simple, like, oh, assumptions just make an ass out of you and me. But they do because you're not getting to the point. Right. Because you've already gotten to like five points in your head and you're already right. to fight based on this conversation that you didn't have with them. You right. had in your head. Uh, yeah. I, f- I, I, I found this out recently. Um, I remember being in New York City thinking there's more crazy people in New York City. And then I here. and then I bought a car again and then I was like, oh, no, like there's crazy people everywhere. Uh, they're just like like keeping it in their car, and it's not even that that every <laughs> it's not even that there's just crazy people. Ever. It's 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 that like we all have that moment. Yeah. We're like doing a fight, in our, like out loud. Yes. And it's like it, it just in New York City, you don't you can't hide in your car and do it. You like you just come around the corner, and six people are like, "Oh, that guy's insane," and it's like because you were muttering to yourself, but you're just like we just get to that place. Oh, well, imagine you feel invisible because there are so many people. You're yeah. like, well, nobody cares anyway. Yeah, well, it's like not, crying in the rain. Sure. So. Why don't? Yeah. Okay. Do so you think nobody cares? Well, in New York City, I think when you see somebody crying, you crying the 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 object is to not make eye contact and not like not deal with it. Um, that's that's a whole other public thing because it's like it's happening in New York. Yeah. It's happening all the time. There's people, there's somebody crying on the subway in every car. 
I'd and, imagine. And it might not be your business, you know? Right. You just can't hide in your car and cry like you can in the suburbs. Yeah. That's the difference. I never thought about that in that perspective before, that everybody just hides their crazy in their car. Yeah. That's probably the best way to say it. I've been trying to figure out how to write a bit about this for years. I think you just I think you just unlocked it. Everybody hides their cha-ching. crazy in their car. Boom. I know it's not cha-ching. I'm not oh. going to make I'm not going to make any money off of it. <laughs> There's no money in comedy, but I'll get I'll get the joke out of it. Cha-ching. <laughs> That's really funny. All right, so what are you focusing on like what's 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 do you have like a, a a thing to focus on this year? Like what are you focusing on? How are you reaching out to um to your fan base and like I don't know, what are you doing to create um, well, last year I worked hard, hard, super hard. I made um, 340-something videos, like, updates in 365 days. Like, I was just trying to get my momentum back. Yeah. Because... Work every day, work every day, work yeah. every day. Long story short, like, I was okay, and now I'm free. Like, I'm just a different person. Now I'm finally working. Yeah. I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to be doing and looking better than ever, blah, blah, blah. And so now I'm trying Don't to focus bl- put, we'll on put that on the sheet. Don't blah, blah, blah. You you were like on the way to complimenting yourself and then you blah, blah, blah it. Like you, you can accept credit for the things that you do. That's true. Yeah. Don't blah, blah, blah. You work catch. hard. That's a good catch. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I have been like I've cr- like I um started going to the gym and I lost 10 pounds, which sounds little, but I'm little. And ten now pounds I'm is huge. Like ten pounds is different. Strong. Sometimes ten pounds is the difference between like being really confident and not. Ten pounds like this. It's just yeah. ten pounds that like make you not want to like get on camera and yeah. be half naked and tell people yeah. that you're better than they are. <laughs> this so amazing. Ten pounds from like you know like wanting to uh, just walk around shirtless mowing the lawn. Yeah. Or whatever, you know what I mean? It's you're just like. like Ten's I huge. want to turn the camera. Where is the camera? Ten's huge. Let me. Let I, I want to show you the ten pounds. That I want to show you the ten pounds that are missing from my body. Yeah. <laughs> I love looking at my old old clips. I'm like, mm, now I see that you made progress. Yeah, yeah. But that was cool. So ten. So, yeah. so what else? So, so and you, and so now the the three hundred some videos that you made. Those are those are out there, or those are still like They're now that you have them as things that you can spread out over time. Um. That means that I updated my store with a new video 340-some times. Oh, that's great. So that, like, multiply that by four, and that's, like, the amount of files, and I don't know. But that's a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole thing with this business is is having content to to distribute. Content consistency. And to be able to get get it to people. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. So now I'm working on working smarter and not harder. Okay. And a lot of it involves like training myself how to focus, and you know I'm, I'm better at it. I've stopped drinking like every once in a while. Like like I had champagne at Fetish Factory, sure. but like that used to take up a lot of my time yeah. and energy, a lot. The, and the, it the made the an ass out of myself. The mistake I made with drinking uh, was that I would. Um, once once I started that process, like, okay, this this period of time is devoted to drinking. So it's like I would remove other things you could do. So it's like you start drinking, you go, oh, well, I'm not going to the gym, obviously. Mm-hmm. You start drinking, you go, well, I'm not going to go wander around. You start, it's like that becomes the moment. It's like you start drinking, and you're like, well, now I'm not going to edit this video. And, you're just like, and it becomes this, like, six-hour excuse of, like, why you can't be productive. Yeah. Uh, so just removing it. I mean, I'm on the road. You know, some of them driving eight, eight hours after a show to get to the next show. So it's like I can't even do that. Like I won't make the next show if I decide that because it's like, oh, I can't drive. I just started drinking. So removing drinking 
uh, and then having as much fun without drinking as you do with drinking. Working on beautiful. that. It's really the social like thing yeah. that because I a lot of times I'll really want to talk to somebody, but I also just really want them to go away. Like right. I want to go watch TV and that's terrible because that's just like so I need to learn that. No, everybody needs that. moments to themselves, right? Right. But I want to work on socializing without alcohol. Yeah. Which can be done. I believe so. <laughs> it's just all about it's all about our habits and our patterns, right? So it's like mm-hmm. the, if that's the way that we started doing it, uh, you just got to break those patterns. Like I, I keep falling back into this is dumb. This isn't even a comparable thing, but I keep falling back into like when I'm not paying attention, I get stressed out. I start chewing on my nails again. Me too. And I and I t- I was killing it for three years. I didn't chew my nails for three years. You should start getting gel manicures and then. That'd be weird. I do see. I already get. I I'll paint them. Like I had somebody paint them this week, and uh, and I'm already get, I'm getting compliments and and weird looks, and it's just a little bit of like clear. clear? It's a little bit of clear. So people are like, your nails are great, or they'll be like, oh, they look like they've been buffed nicely. Yeah. Well, right now that that's on its it's it's ending. Like it's starting to. I don't know what happens. Starting like to evaporate. Maybe keep around some like gel or like intensive cuticle cream, like yeah. the Burt's Bees lemon stuff is okay. awesome, and just keep it in your pocket. And then just get in the habit of rubbing and putting them on, like, and before bed, and I don't know, make them nice so you don't have anything to chew on. Yeah, that's true. I used to chew them bloody. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I did that today. That's what happened just like like an hour ago. Is uh, yeah, as I was just doing it. it, and it just what happens is you get, and it becomes like an OCD thing. Yeah, and then you can't stop, and then like until really it's even. It's that. Did yes. you did you watch Seinfeld? Mm-hmm. He did the the, the chest hair. Yeah, and, and then next you go thing all you know, way up. next thing you know is no more Chester. <laughs> so how do That's how do people how follow you works. on the, on the internet? Uh, how do they oh. how do they pay for your content? How do they do they the things? They can follow me on Twitter dot com, and my name is Sarah Diavola, S A R A H D I A V O L A. My Instagram is Brat Princess Sarah. Um, there are two clip stores. I. Sarah with an H. Sarah with an H is the only Sarahs that that count, <laughs> and I don't care. I don't care who, who yells at me, who comes and gets without H's. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if that's if that becomes a scandal. So she tweeted about Sarah without an H. Okay, let's take her down. Let's take her down. She's a peg. canceled. <laughs> Never work again. Uh, okay, so, so Instagram, Twitter. Yes, and sarahdiavola.com. You can buy clips, and I want sarahdiavola.com. You can buy clips. Okay. And take them home and unwrap them and, and jerk off and cry, or just jerk off, or just cry. What if they use their tears as that's lubricant? The, that's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal. Someone asked me what I do, and I was like, I make men jerk off with their own tears. <laughs> and it's perfect. That's great. I love my job title, and I love I love my job. All right, well, good. Uh, thank you for doing the podcast. I'm uh, apparently Thanks I, I for having I'm gonna me. have to move in now because this cat is just on yeah, my you're life. Um, your property now. Yeah, I guess so. This is the porn stars are people. We're gonna have a, you're gonna have a conversation. They're gonna be like, but we have to keep them. Porn stars uh, are cats. Porn stars are cats. Uh, porn stars are people podcast. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. Uh, whatever thing you found us on when the on the other thing. We got some content tonight on um, YouTube. Samantha's uh, please check calling. us out. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, we, we, we don't, yeah, we don't want to blow up the, we don't want to cross the, 
Yeah. Yep. I just um, realized that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so check out uh, check out our other things um, when you can. We drop an episode every Sunday. Uh, thank you to my listeners. Thank you again to my guests. Thank you. For this doing was this. fun. And then check her out. Uh, uh, keep on it. I'm going to try to convince her to do porn stars, our comedians yeah, I'm uh, in the future here. Thank you so much. Thank you.